Uh, this is Peggy Van de Plage. I uh, speak and I write on uh, psychedelics and personal transformation. Uh, so today we're going to talk about six ways to find more joy at work. And, uh, you know, obviously fulfillment in the workplace is the million dollar conundrum. So let's let's talk about it. Uh, I'm sure you've heard or you read uh, the quote from Mark Twain, find a job you enjoy doing and you will never have to work a day in your life. Uh, we all love that quote, um, but, uh, you know, I spent 20 years working as an entrepreneur and an executive, and I've always been very puzzled by it because um, work never really felt like uh, full uh, full of joy. And uh, when I speak with entrepreneur or business executive, they don't seem to feel that uh, working is a daily joy. So, uh, you know, what's interesting overall, whether you're an entrepreneur, an executive or anything in between, uh, when it comes to work, we are all after the same thing. We want fun, we want money, and we want impact. So uh, let's focus on the fun part or the joy part and see how we can uh, get more of that at work. So the first thing is about reframing your perspective. And, you know, there is something with work, which is the same but in life, is that it's a sum of moments. So, you know, the blanket statement that uh, work is a grind, it, it's inaccurate. Maybe uh, the 100 emails a day is a grind, is draining your energy, but the thoughtful chat with your colleague is not. So... I know it's in good taste to be negative. Listen, I'm from France. So I know all there is about being blasé and uh, and being uh, uh, critical. But the most important question is always that attitude working out for me. And I'm pretty sure it's not working that well, you know. So, you know, we need to understand that it's very difficult to feel motivated and enthusiastic when we say things like everything is shit. And uh, so again, understanding that work is not just one big monolithic situation, but a combination of hundreds of interactions, activities, places, people is really helpful in having a more nuanced and realistic and hopefully positive assessment of what work means for you. So I would say that the first thing for you to bring more joy at work is to bring your attention on what you like versus what you don't like. Uh, I know it's less exciting uh, to, uh, you know, chat about how much you like your new investor or your new colleague um, versus bitching about the last reorg or the last board meeting. But again, how is it working? Uh, how is it working out for you? So again, the first thing, reframe your perspective. The second thing is change your lexicon. So think about the word grind. I'm sure your energy level is already going down. You might already feel defeated, maybe hopeless, helpless, definitely deflated. And maybe it already makes you think about the traffic to and from the office the endless meetings to attend, the emails to write, the PowerPoint presentations to review. On the other end, think about the word hustle, which is a word we also use a lot with grind, depending on uh, how we feel that day. Uh, 
the word hustle is probably already exhausting you and stressing you out. The texture of the word is really filled with, you know, anger, competition, greed. You might already be envisioning, you know, long hours, fundraising, pitching clients, managing cash flow crunch, and so on. So, so whether you're an executive or an entrepreneur, you are likely to use these terms very often. And I would say be very careful with that because there is power in the words you use. Uh, your unconscious, this uh, wonderful little tool uh, when used mindfully, is not only listening to everything you're saying, it is also making sure that your reality delivers on your expectations. Uh, your unconscious will do everything it can to satisfy you. So you won't grind, your wish is my command. Let me bring you grind. More hustle, here it comes. So not only will your subconscious direct your attention towards any situations that support your expectations, maybe be grind, hustle, but also interesting or valuable, uh, your mind doesn't discriminate between positive or negative. So your physiology as well will get aligned with the image associated with the words. Hence the feeling of stress, but also the high blood pressure, the more aggressive body language that will be associated with the use of a word such as hustle. So again, here the second action for you to find more joy is to upgrade your vocabulary. Start with the big ropes. You know, like this overarching concept that implies that everything and everyone at work is bad all the time, which is not true. As we saw uh, previously, uh, work like life is a sum of moments. So not everyone, everything is shit. Uh, so if you can banish words such as grind and us all, that will be a great next step for you to find more job. The third thing I want to uh, share with you is about right-sizing your expectations. And I know you're already thinking, no, I don't want to settle for average. I'm not right-sizing my expectation. And, you know, I'm the first one to admit that uh, some organizations are psychopaths. Uh, but there is a large gap between accepting to be bullied and expecting the unattainable, meaning the perfection. No one, no job can deliver that. So... As an employee, I fell into the trap of unrealistic expectations over and over again during my 20-year career. And that definitely shortened my corporate career and made it so much more unpleasant. Uh, from my perspective, I was giving it all to my job. So shouldn't I expect all my expectations to be fulfilled? Well, it turns out that the answer is no. So if you make a parallel with being in a relationship, uh, it's going to be quite obvious if uh, you are in a relationship that, you know, your spouse will not be perfect. He or she will not fulfill all your expectations. And you won't either, by the way. And it doesn't mean that your partner is settling with you or that you're settling with your partner. It just means that everyone is human. So you need expectations that are realistic. So whether you're a founder or a CEO an entrepreneur, an employee, everything in between, work will never check all the boxes. It's just the reality of it. So it's 
impossible to be at the same time surrounded by great, fun, competent people and never be passed for a promotion. Nor is it to be intellectually challenged in, in charge of large projects and work 40 hours a week. Working in a large corporation with great internal communication, this is just not happening. <laughs> so the most important question to ask yourself here is what is important for you? Not everything is important. And if it is, you have a problem here. So focus on the top three, five things that really matters to you and that, you know, will make a difference and the rest just ditch it. And that's our advice number three. Advice number four, assess your situation. We very often have the wrong perception of what our work situation really is. And usually it is in the wrong direction. And that's a courtesy of our negatively biased brain. So take a step back to evaluate the true, true um, regarding your work situation. And I uh, I wrote a post uh, that's called Oh, to have an amazing year. I'll, I'll put the, the link. Um, and I showed a, a nice little tool I developed for myself to find more joy in life. And it is a mapping of the activities, the people, the places you encounter, and how they make you feel. So develop one specifically for your work. You can map every regular situation that happen at work. This will give you a good indication of where you have joy and energy leakage, meaning loss, and when you gain joy and energy. And again, it's helpful to mention once again that not everything is stable at work all the time. That's not true. Um, so it's, it's very good to put together that little tool because it will also get your little gray cells work to find solution to increase the energy accretive situations and decrease the energy draining situation. So when you have that assessment, you will find with new solutions. Um, sometimes at work, we tend to forget that we have quite a bit of agency, actually, and we fall a bit into complacency and habit. So even if you change only a couple of things, the impact can be very significant and you are moving towards finding more joy at work. Um, so another of the thing, which is the number five ways to find more joy at work is letting go of your irritants and stress. So irritation and stress are unique answers to specific situation. You might be irritated by people showing up at meetings, I might get stressed by too many emails in my inbox. Not everyone reacts the same way to the same situation, which makes it impossible for you to control your environment and ensure that people follow your rules and that nothing irritating and stressing for you will ever happen. So coming to terms with the fact that this is the reality you're dealing with will allow you to be more serene. We all know the serenity prayer, accepting things that you cannot change, having the courage to change the things you can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Bottom line, stressful and annoying situations and people are a fact of life. And like everyone else, you will have to learn to deal with it. So what can you do about this stress and irritation that will inevitably appear in your life at work? Bury it deep down. 
explode and release. Yeah. So I mentioned tapping multiple times in past editions. I'm a big, big fan of tapping. Uh, I have yet to find a better tool to release the unpleasant feelings uh, that pop up when a situation is not aligned with my internal expectations. So imagine you have something that is creating, you know, anger, frustration, stress uh, at the office. You can just stop tapping right now. And if you are in a public space, you can discreetly tap on your fingers because you have meridian points here. And if you cannot do either of that, you just tap at all on the topics. And that will allow you to release these negative emotions. And you won't have this buildup of negative emotions that make you lose your perspective of what really your situation at work is. The sixth and final ways to find more joy at work is obviously microdosing psilocybin. Uh, so usually people microdose psilocybin for professional reasons because they want more performance and they want more focus. Uh, but I see a ton of benefits that you can gain when it comes to finding more joy at work thanks to microdosing. The first thing is increasing your mental flexibility and your creativity. So you're going to be able to uncover multiple new options to find more joy in an unchanged work situation. And that is a great benefit of microdosing. You're going to be in the same situation, but you're going to be able to see what are the different choices that have been there all along, but that you are not capable of seeing. And you will also feel more comfortable actually introducing new changes in your work life that will bring you more joy. The second benefits you will get from microdosing is that it will calm your nervous system. And, uh, you know, it, microdosing psilocybin really removes the edge of your nervous system. So by being calmer, less reactive to the outside trigger, you will feel less stress and anxiety in situations that would challenge you in the past. And third is uh, uplifting your mood. Uh, and uh, obviously, an elevated mood will support feeling more joy at work. So in a nutshell, microdosing psilocybin will bring you better mood, less stress, and the ability to see solutions to improve your life at work. So, I mean, what's not to like? Um, and when you combine microdosing with tapping, it's very, very powerful to rewire your brain with the right program. So if you want to learn more about tapping, you can refer to some of the videos. Uh, maybe I'll put the link um, and some of the uh, podcasts as well. And if you want to learn more about microdosing, same thing, I will I will put the, the, the link to, uh, to pass reference. So I hope this was helpful for you to find more joy in your career. Of course, you can leverage these insights in your life. It doesn't have to be just for your career. Uh, I know for sure that if I had use these tools earlier in my career, I would have had a much better time in my professional career and probably also a more successful career. So thank you so much for listening and I'm looking forward to chatting again with you next week. Bye.